It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. With the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts are Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They're ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, listen, listen plan, plan, thrive. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. I'm Mark Haywood with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. This is the show for you if you have questions about how to retire with confidence and with the kind of plan that gets you to and all the way through retirement. After all, we want you to thrive in retirement. Bill and Daniel are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. They have offices in Macon and in Dublin. On today's show, we'll be answering your questions about finances and retirement planning. You can always submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. All right. Your questions are on deck. It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. Bill, Daniel, this question comes to us from Sylvia. Sylvia is in Bonaire, and Sylvia says, I've always thought that I'd be better off with an older, more experienced financial advisor who's been around the financial block a few times. But now I'm thinking that I should have a younger advisor who will still be working with me when I retire instead of retiring with me. Any advice? Well, the good news is with us, Sylvia, you can have both. We've uh, Bill, <laughs> he's a little bit older than I am. A day a or two. Bit, a day or two. He's just a day or two older than me. Decade or two. I've had this conversation with people before, and, and you know, the key is to work with a firm that has a plan in place to transition. As one person that's older retires, you have, have someone else that's there to continue to maintain the same style of planning and that you had when you first started. So kind of a transition plan is important. Uh, but I think you're you're right on the money there. You, you want to work with someone that's going to continue to assist you throughout your retirement years instead of someone that's going to retire with you. So I can see the, the pros and cons to both. You know, but the key is to have, have a firm that's going to take care of you now and in the future. And that's what we are. That is what we, we are. Generational advisors. That's right. Right here. Well, this question comes to us from Mike in Macon. Mike says, my father died in his late 60s and my mother died in her early 70s. So I'm not planning to have much longevity myself. Does that mean that I should start Social Security as early as I can? Well, Mike, thanks for giving us a shout out today with an email question. As you are aware, Mike, we, we like to answer questions from our listeners throughout the middle of Georgia area. I guess it's hard to really kind of determine what how to answer your question. Uh, I know you have concerns that probably you won't live long, but uh, we believe that taking your Social Security benefits should be part of an overall retirement income plan. So we don't know really much more about you, but I, what I would recommend that we do have a chat about is uh, how you see Social Security as the income in your overall income plan. and. That would dictate when you triggered or not, and we don't want you to bet against longevity, even though you don't have a history of longevity in your family. It also has a lot to do with your lifestyle and, and how well you're taking care of yourself physically. But uh, we appreciate the call and to be able to really help you solidify a good answer on that. We'd have to have a little more detail, but it doesn't necessarily mean you should trigger Social Security just because your parents didn't have a long, long life. 
What do you think about that, Daniel? You know, I think that makes a lot of sense. Certainly, don't just take it uh, as a fact that you're not going to live a long life just because uh, some things have happened in your family. Your personal health history, your diet, exercise habits, all those things should be factored in, especially what Bill mentioned about your income plan, making sure it's part of a comprehensive overall plan. This question comes to us from Harry and Warner Robbins. Harry says, my daughter just turned 18 and I'd like to help her get off on the right foot with retirement savings. What's the best way to get her started? And congratulations, Harry, while we're at it. Yeah, Harry, congratulations uh, on your daughter. You know, you're wanting to make sure that she's uh, getting off to the right start. She's probably getting ready to graduate high school, get ready for college. But my guess would be if you're proactive and planning for the future, she will be too, especially if you set that example for her, which you probably have. But I would certainly start about talking about a budget. You know, this will help you too when she's in college. You know, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Make sure you have a, a budget and help her understand what budgeting is. Most people, until their second or third year in college, don't get any financial literacy. They don't know what the difference between debit and credit is. You know, having her understand how budgets work and living within her own means or at least the boundaries that you allow for her to have as far as her income goes. But I would also encourage her not to take on a lot of student loan debt, even if that means her working part-time throughout college. And that's not popular anymore, but people are saddled with debt when they graduate with college, and it's, it's a national epidemic. And so encouraging her to take out as few student loans as possible would be a good advice. And possibly starting an investment account with her or for her and helping her see how that works and seeing how money grows, understanding the concept of compounding interest. I know that made a big impact on me when I was growing up. My my grandparents, they would always preach to me about how important it was to save money. You know, they would they'd buy CDs. <laughs> but I remember over time them showing me like how the money grows. And it, it was fascinating to me. But educating your daughter in those ways are probably some of the best ways to help her get started. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you. When you come in, we'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. We'll make it all easy to understand. Take the first step right now, because for almost everybody, that's the hardest part. If you're ready to get your financial plan in place, give us a call right now. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, 
You can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who will look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that will protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review at Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. No cost or obligation. 800-987-1443 at Security First Asset Management. Call now. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Now back to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan thrive. This next question comes to us from Gloria and Perry. Gloria says, our house is a lot bigger than what we need now, so we should probably downsize. But it's the place where we raised our family, so I'm emotionally attached to it. Is it foolish to keep it when we could live somewhere else cheaper? Gloria, I I can relate to you real well because my wife and I have been having that discussion now for a number of years. We have a big old home. Our children are scattered everywhere. When they come home, it's not big enough, and when they're gone, it's too big. So we can relate to your question quite well. There's a lot of emotional attachments to our homes, and then, and then the, the fact that we would have to change. and We have to move somewhere else. Things change. Maybe we our home's paid for, and we can't find something comparable, or maybe outside the amount of monies we were able to get for our home, we may have to incur a mortgage. A lot of questions. There's a lot of emotional questions there, so I can relate with you well, Gloria, and I think the best way to answer your question is to, hey, let's sit down and and logically think through the pluses and minuses of living elsewhere, especially if it's going to be less expensive and a lot less of a hassle. Uh, Those are the things that I'm going through right now, and I I don't have a direct answer for myself yet, but I know the process I need to go through to get to that that answer and, and deal with the emotional side of it. So once I get it figured out, if I can get it figured out real soon, maybe I can be a big asset for you. But all I can tell you is you, you need to think through all the pluses and minuses and uh, try to overcome the emotional attachment. If it's in your best interest and your spouse's best interest of elsewhere financially, and it fits in your income plan better to do so, then, then you'll have to work on that process. Betty and Kathleen has our next question. Betty says, I'm in the middle of a divorce after 30 years of marriage. Do you think I'd be better off to get half of my husband's 401k or half of his pension? I like the idea of having a guaranteed income, but I won't be retiring for another 10 years, so it's not like I need the pension right now. Well, Betty, I appreciate your question, and we're sorry that you're having to go through this. It's something that sometimes happens to folks, of course, and understanding the financial implications and charting a plan for how to handle it is super important. A lot of people just avoid asking for advice and sometimes make the wrong decisions, and it can be extremely impactful. So part of the information that we need to answer your question is, you know, what is the size of your husband's 401k? You can also take the 401k and create some guaranteed income streams with this. So you don't necessarily have to get his pension for that. You know, the size of his pension, uh, does it have an inflation adjustment? A cost of living adjustment would be important information to know. But I do like your thinking, having a guaranteed income stream in retirement is a super important thing to have. So if 
everything was held constant, I would lean towards the pension. But it all depends on the other variables, the size of the 401k. Does the pension have a cost of living adjustment? You know, you mentioned you're not going to be retiring for another 10 years. So if you did take the 401k, you could continue to grow it. So we'd have to understand how much the pension would grow in deferring it between now and, and when you retire as well. Trying to, to have a good stream of guaranteed income is the right way of thinking about thinking about it. So if, if we can get with you and get together and understand uh, what all the details of this are, we can confirm the suspicion of uh, leaning towards the pension as the best option. This question comes to us from Jennifer in Dublin. Jennifer says, if interest rates finally start going back up, should I change how I'm saving? I don't have very much in the bank right now because rates are so low. Well, Jennifer, I understand that. In the last uh, few years, a lot of people have abandoned uh, the safety of, of, of banks for the low interest rates they were paying and jumped uh, head over heels into the market and have had some great growth, but also have uh, risks that maybe they don't really want to be taking. So I understand where you're coming from. If you would like to maybe uh, reduce some of the risk you have by some of the other investments, which we don't know what they're in. You didn't indicate what you were investing in. When we talk about interest rates at the bank, the purpose for our money at the bank is for safety primarily, and we give up a lot of return by doing that. But we we, we do uh, encourage folks to have some of their money in a more liquid state and a more less risk type of environment such as banks provide. And certainly as interest rates continue to go up, that uh, helps us put aside some of our monies in in a place where we can't have volatility and have market risk. We might have some inflation risk, but... That's not the purpose of why we would place it there. Well, you need to build a foundation with some of your monies by doing so. Uh, we understand the risk that we're taking, uh, which is basically inflation risk when we go to the banks. But uh, you need to balance your investments between risk and, 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 and protection. And we'd have to address how old you are and how this fits into your overall plan to be able to tell you exactly how you should go about doing it. But uh, there's no reason not to have money over there, especially if you have a, a lot of risk in your portfolio and you need to protect some of it. So we're advocates of having less risk the older we get. So depending on where you are in your planning process and how this money fits into your overall retirement income plan would be, have to be determined to be able to give you the right kind of advice on where and how much you should have in banks. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication in your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. 
Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Getting the right retirement plan is important. Make sure that the person designing your plan abides by the three C's. Your plan should be comprehensive and that it leaves no stone unturned. Every angle of the retirement world should be considered from estate planning to tax planning and risk versus safety. All of it is important to consider. Your plan should also be customized. Cookie cutter plans are a no-no. Your plan should be unique to your situation and any true financial analysis will reflect that. Finally, an advisor should put a plan together for you that is complimentary, at no cost or obligation to you. It should be a fact-finding mission, not a sales pitch out of the gate. So remember the three C's comprehensive, customized, and complimentary. If you're struggling to find that kind of plan, call Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith with the Security First Asset Management Team here in Middle Georgia. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Visit our website for details on the services we provide, education videos, our great learning center, and to find out about upcoming events. It's all on completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. This question comes to us from Kathy in Centerville. Thanks for writing in, Kathy. Kathy says, my husband and I argue about money almost every day because we just haven't done a great job of planning for retirement, and it's starting to stress both of us out. Is this normal, or do we need some serious help? (laughs) Well, you know, I do think it's probably pretty normal for people to argue about finances. I know there's a lot of research to show that financial matters cause a lot of stress in marriages. But one thing that helps tremendously is having a budget that you live by. We preach it all the time because if you don't know what you're spending your money on, you can't set parameters around it. And then the money, you end up not saving enough or spending too much on on things that you don't have. Here's an easy easy thing you can do. You could set up and pull your bank statements from last month, your credit card statements, and go through each line item. And beside each one, everything that you're spending money on that's essential, put an E beside it or highlight it a certain color. And then go through same budget, I mean, through the same bank statements and anything that's just a convenience, put a C beside it. And then go through and put L beside what's luxury. And then add up how many things that you have that are essential, how many things you have that are conveniences that you're paying for, and how many things that are luxury items. So if you're saving for retirement, depending on your age, you need to be saving 10 to maybe up to 20% of your, your income towards retirement, depending on when you started saving. 
the younger you are, the smaller percentage of your income that you need to save because you have more time. But if you're in your 40s or 50s, you may be needing to save 20% or more of your income to get a nice substantial amount so you can have income in retirement from your savings. So step one is to start a budget and live by it and uh, maybe follow those different parameters I set there. This question comes to us from Michael in Cochran. Michael says, I have several old 401ks from companies that I used to work for and I'm getting tired of keeping up with all these statements. Can I just combine them all in one account? Or maybe the question is, should I combine them? A great question, Michael. Uh, we uh, often find folks in the same situation that you're in, where today it seems like some of the baby boomers uh, who don't uh, don't have a, a job or employment where there's a pension and where there's you know a reason to stay there, there's a lot of movement in, in employment over years, whether they choose to do so or whether they've been downsized or or cut back or whatever the case may be, but. Uh, there's a lot of reasons that we could identify for combining them. You stated one of them. It's uh, you're keeping up with the statements is a is a joke and a hassle. And most of the time, it's favorable to move uh, 401k plans into your own self-directed IRA. It's something that certainly that you should probably consider, and uh, that would help eliminate uh, a lot of the statements that you presently get uh, down to probably just one or so. And uh, not only that, another reason you might consider it, and probably more importantly than just the uh, the hassle of statements, is the options that you can invest in. And and we'd like to encourage you to look at maybe uh, not just combining your 401ks into one, but putting a plan in place that would dictate how you would invest that money based on your goals and aspirations and your time horizon for re- retirement, because you're one of those individuals uh, from what you're stating here that you're probably going to have to turn these 401ks into income when you retire. So the better you can do that now and and have a plan in place will help you uh, get to the goals that you're trying to accomplish. And then you can also eliminate having a a bunch of paperwork to deal with and a bunch of orphan 401ks all over the place. So we recommend that if you desire to give us a call and we'll sit down and help you uh, walk down the of uh, organizing your finances based on your retirement goals. All right. Our next question comes to us from Frida in Forsyth. Frida says, I've heard some people advertising that they can teach you ways to avoid paying taxes in retirement. This sounds like a scam to me, so I haven't even looked into it. What's that all about? Well, Frida, I can certainly appreciate your skepticism. Hearing someone talk about how to avoid taxes sounds like some maybe it's some kind of a crime, but tax planning is certainly different than uh, any type of scam. There's a couple of different things you can do to look at your taxes uh, and forecast out what they may be in retirement. So prior to retirement, step one may be saving money in better tax preference accounts. So instead of putting all of your money into a 401k or all of your savings into a tax deferred account, which in turn means when you take the money out, you pay the taxes at a future unknown tax rate. If you save money in things that are more tax preference, like Roth IRAs, that can be very beneficial because when you take the money out, there are no taxes. That's an example of how you can avoid taxes in retirement, simply where you save the money for retirement. Choose to pay the tax rate today instead of what you don't know is going to be in the future. 
A couple of other strategies that may work for some people is avoiding taking Social Security early. If you were to wait and take Social Security when you're 67 or 70 instead of when you're 62, you could take your income needs from your IRA or from your 401k and go ahead and spread those taxes out over a 10-year period or, you know, as long as you're retired. Before you turn the age of 70, if you take some IRA distributions, what it can do is reduce your future required minimum distributions when you turn 70 and a half. And that can spread your taxes out over a longer period of time, reduce your taxable income. Social Security is a little bit more tax efficient than IRA distributions because you have a maximum of 85% of it being taxed, no matter what your your income level is. So you'll always have some tax-free income from Social Security. But those are some examples of how you can reduce taxes in retirement. We're not talking about waving a magic wand and making all your 401k tax-free. That can't be done. So, you know, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about having a strategy for paying the minimum amount in taxes that you have to. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. Give us a call right now, and we'll set aside time on the calendar to meet with you for a free consultation of your financial situation. We'll determine how prepared you are to handle retirement pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money, so we'll work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. Let's put together a fact-based approach to answer your financial challenges and achieve your objectives. Give us a call, and we'll work together to get you on the road to financial security and independence. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Fishing is an art, and any fisherman worth his salt knows the proper tools to land a whopper. You wouldn't take a cane pole to catch a bass, and unless you're just looking for a tranquil day on the boat, you probably wouldn't use shrimp for bait on the lake. The same can be said of your retirement. There are all sorts of financial products out there, and it's important to know which ones are the right fit for you. A random jumble of investments won't do you much good in retirement. Work with an advisor who knows how to fish, who sees the art within. A well-crafted financial plan will go a long way toward making a successful retirement. Make sure you're putting the right tools in your portfolio. Claim your complimentary review today at Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. No cost, no obligation. Start now. 800-987-1443. In all honesty, planning for retirement shouldn't be that hard. We listen to each other, we make a plan, and you thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions, 
Listen, plan, thrive. Well, Margaret writes in with a question. Margaret's from Byron, and Margaret says, I'm worried about my kids. They're in their 20s, and I'm just not sure they're going to have the same economic opportunities that I had. My parents didn't leave me an inheritance, so I've never planned to leave one either. But should I be rethinking that to make sure that my kids have some help later in life? Margaret, uh, thanks for writing in to us. I think most people uh, would think, you know, if they had the opportunity, they would help help their children along and uh I can understand why you wouldn't want to think about that. But uh, first and foremost, uh, if you've got a plan in place that you're comfortable with and you have excess monies, then you're in a position where you can do something for them. And that might not be a bad idea. We do legacy planning for our clients if they desire to do so. There's a way to leverage your money and, and some investments that might generate a sizable inheritance for your kids, like using some form of life insurance if it's suitable to do so. And some of our clients contribute uh, monies uh, into uh, UGMA accounts or or, uh, any type of uh, retirement plan, like maybe they give money for a Roth IRA, for example, for their kids. We have clients that do things like that. So there are some things you can do. And probably the most important thing you can do is try to help them understand the importance of putting money away themselves. And then if you feel like you can help fund those things, once you've got your plan in place, that make sure that you don't outlive your money and that you have ample needs of income to support you for the rest of your life and contingency in place to make sure that you can cover some of those health care issues that might happen to you, then you can really think about with clear conscience that some of the things that you might want to do to help your kids as they move on. And I agree with you. They may not have the opportunities that you and I have, but they also need to learn that they have create some of their own on planning themselves as young as they are. They should be thinking about their future, and you can certainly help them with legacy planning, and we'd be happy to sit down and show you some of the options to do so. This question comes to us from Jerry in Macon. Jerry says, we have two daughters in their mid-20s, and we'll probably be paying for weddings for both of them soon. What's a good way to invest money for an expense like this? We'll probably need it relatively soon. We just don't know exactly when. All right, Jerry. Well, thanks for the question there. You've got two daughters in their mid-20s, and you know that's a time where a lot of parents end up having to pay for weddings, especially in your situation. I would tell you, though, time horizon when you need the funds is a big driver of how much risk you can take. If you can't afford to take any stock market risk, let's say their wedding's in six months or a year or even two years, trying to invest money with that short of a time horizon may not be in your best interest. You don't want to put ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 aside for a wedding thinking you can grow it and it turn into half that, you know, if we have a, mar- a market meltdown. So if you uh, wanted to start a wedding fund, let's say, you know, they're going to be five or 10 years before their weddings happen. Maybe then you could take a look at a moderate risk equity portfolio and try to get a decent rate of return. But I tell you, if you have a very short time horizon, you're going to have to take very little risk with it. Something that carries low impact to the principal if we have a, a market downturn. So maybe the best thing to put it in a high yield savings account, look online at money market accounts, you know, simply because you're going to need that money. You need the principal too. And so Jerry, thanks for your question. And I hope that gives you a little bit of insight. We have a question that's come to us from Kate and Warner Robbins. Kate says, I have a catch 22. I have some Apple stock that I really want to sell because I've made a lot of money over the years, but I'm worried about the tax bill I might create when I sell. So what's more important, capturing gains or keeping taxes low? Sounds like a tax question we get often on the show. 
thanks, Kate, for reaching out to us. It sounds like you do really have, have really a catch-22 because you've had, got a highly appreciated stock like Apple, and you have some great gains there. And, of course, with gains come taxes. But we, we have some favorable tax situations presently. And the capital gains side, depending on what your income is, uh, you might be able to get that down and get it in the 15% range before jumping in the 20% range. So yeah, I think what, uh, the best way to, to answer your question would be to determine how much of that uh, Apple stock uh, the value is in your overall portfolio and what is your overall tax situation so we can determine whether you have a 5 or 15 or 20% capital gains tax. But there's never nothing wrong with uh, capturing gains because we take the, some of the earnings off the table. That doesn't mean you have to sell all the stock. But it probably wouldn't be a bad idea if you to take a look at maybe uh, what the tax implications are for selling some now and then maybe some next year. It's always good to, to take some of those gains, especially if we start having some more volatility in the market. So thanks for giving us a call. Give us a call again. Let's sit down and talk about what we might be able to help you understand how, how the tax implications might be for such a sale. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to help you develop a fully customized financial plan for you. There's no cost or obligation for this review if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. Here's what you can expect. We'll run a fee report to untangle what your current plan is costing you. We'll run a tax analysis to show you how you could reduce your taxes in the future. And we'll develop a lifetime income plan to possibly turbocharge your retirement income. Planning for retirement for a lot of people is basically guesswork. With us, that's not the case. We'll take the guessing out of the process for you. And call now and let us know you want to get that complimentary financial review. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Bill Danner isn't just one of your great hosts here on Retirement Income Solutions. He's also the president and CEO of Security First Asset Management. As an independent investment advisor representative, he has numerous years of experience helping people just like you in middle Georgia create sound, conservative retirement plans. His main mission is to keep his clients thriving through their retirement years. To sit down with Bill and his team and talk about how they might be able to help you, call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Many retirees from some of the area's biggest companies turn to Bill to help guide them through retirement, and he can help guide you. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia Fun Fact. 
Did you know that the Allman Brothers Band, Jason Aldean, and Little Richard have all called Macon home? Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions and build a financial plan that'll make you sing. Alec writes into us from all the way over in Perry. Alec says, our IRAs seem like they haven't made much money for us the last two years. Is our broker just not paying attention to our accounts or what? Well, Alec, thanks for the question. You know, that's a very legitimate question. Part of it just depends on your asset allocation. What are you invested in? If you're well diversified, if you had a diversified portfolio. So, for example, if you own large cap stocks and some small cap, mid cap, if you own some bonds, if you own some international exposure, if it's diversified in that manner, you may see that there is times that there are times when you lag just the S&P 500, which is just one asset class, U.S. large cap stocks. The purpose of owning diversified investments is to reduce risk. If you own other asset classes than just one type of stocks, you're probably going to fare better when we have a downturn in the market. Now, all of this is based on the assumption that you have a diversified portfolio. It also is possible that maybe you are not allocated properly for your goals. You know, A lot of it depends on your time horizon. How long are you going to be investing? The longer you have, the more risk you can afford to take. So, you know, we need to look at your individual holdings and see how it hands out and how it stacks up against your goals and your time horizon. But if it's something that's worrying you and he's not bringing it up to you, obviously you need to address the issue and we're more than happy to help you look at that, Alex. So thanks for, thanks for writing in. This question comes to us from Jimmy. Jimmy is in Kathleen. Thanks for writing in, Jimmy. He says, I've heard you talk about having an emergency fund, but I'm having trouble determining how much I should have in mind and where I should invest it. I'm also not exactly sure how to define an emergency so that I know when I can dip into it. What is your take? Thanks, Jimmy, first and foremost for writing into us. So let's just kind of break your question down. What is an emergency fund? Divining it for you. An emergency fund and how it should be invested. I'll answer that in the same way. Well, to begin with, if it's, if it's an emergency fund, it should be invested somewhere where it's uh, protected, like in the bank type product, and uh, liquid so you can get your hands on it. What is it? Well, what kind of emergencies might you have? You might have to replace a roof. You may have a, a catastrophic health issue that you need to pay for. You may have to replace a motor or a transmission something that isn't truly an emergency that you have to have a roof on your on your home and it stop the leaks you got to have something to drive you got to take care of your health so those are emergency issues so those monies need to be set aside someplace so you can get a hold of them and probably the best place to do so is in a bank and a bank product whether it be a cd or a savings account where the money is is fdic insured protected and 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 is earning a little bit of interest so that's where you should start and how much you should have, we recommend that you have a minimum of three months worth of your income needs. We'd like to see six months. So for example, if you need $3,000 a month to live off of, then that would be anywhere between nine and $18,000 that you have set aside in an emergency fund and you don't use it unless you need it. So that's the key here. It's, it's not to be used for savings. It's not to be used to replace an automobile Unless one thing, you know, something catastrophic happens, you need to place an engine or something like that. That's what it's designed to do. Our next question comes to us from Bill. Bill is over in Dublin. And Bill says, what happens to the money in my 401k after I retire? Do I have to roll it over to a different account or can I just leave it there? Well, Bill, thanks for the question. You know, it depends on 
when you retire and, and really should you roll it over most 401k plans have a provision called in-service distribution when you're 59 and a half you can do an in-service rollover where you can roll it to an IRA uh, you're not forced to, to roll it over most plans have a provision where you can leave the money there if you're, if you're no longer working you are going to have to take your required minimum distribution from it the IRS requires you take out a small percentage of your 401k when you turn 70 and a half the year in which you do so Really, what should determine whether or not you leave it invested there is is what you're trying to accomplish with that money. Most 401k plans are geared for growth, but if you're needing to take income from it, there's not as many options there for generating income, for protecting principal, and sometimes there's mandatory tax withholdings. Maybe you are in a lower tax bracket. Many 401k plans, employer plans, will make you withhold 20% in taxes, even though you're not paying that much in taxes. So there's some very good reasons for looking elsewhere outside of the plan to invest it. Lots of different investment options. But whether or not you should do so really depends on your financial plan. And uh, certainly having a lifetime income blueprint, which is what we advocate, should be the cornerstone of what you're doing. So thanks for that question, Bill. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. Here's your opportunity to secure a free financial review to make sure you're well prepared for retirement. If you call us, we'll set aside time on our calendar to meet with you. We'll talk about what's important to you and how we can best structure a plan to achieve your retirement goals. Our financial plans abide by the three C's. They are comprehensive. We make sure no stone is left unturned as we analyze your situation. They are customized. No two people or couples are alike. Your plan should be unique to you. And they are complimentary. We don't charge for your consultation. We want you to be comfortable with the process and not worried about your plan costing you an arm and a leg. So remember, comprehensive, customized, complimentary. Get your 3C's plan by calling us today. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Want to do what you love in retirement? Then listen to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, Lisa writes into us now from Forsyth. Lisa says, my divorce will be final in about a month. I've always paid the bills, but was never really involved with the long-term financial planning during our marriage. Where is a good place for me to start now that I'm on my own? Well, Lisa, uh, thanks again for writing into us. Uh, We appreciate uh, our listeners writing into us with these questions. Uh, We enjoy uh, addressing them. The first advice I would give to you is don't do anything hastily. I know Divorces are 
quite uh, dramatic and the, the consequences emotionally are great and you shouldn't be making major decisions under duress. So a good place to start is to sit down and have a conversation with a financial advisor like ourselves so that we can help you identify uh, not only where you are, but help identify and address your concerns and your goals and uh, help you get yourself on a good solid footing before you make any decisions that uh, might have lifetime consequences. So you should be educated on what your needs are and what the planning process is so that you can put a plan in place that will get you on sure footing so that you can move ahead with your life and feel the independence and, and not have the worries that uh, could be associating with not with the unknown. So we advocate a, a lifetime income planning, and uh, that's what we provide for those folks who come in and visit with us. So we'll help you understand and identify your goals and your challenges and and help put a plan in place to help you navigate for the rest of your life so you're not alone. Well, you are listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Hank writes into us now from Perry. Hank says, I've heard that you need to have between 15 and 20 times your annual salary and savings to be able to retire comfortably. Do you think that's accurate? Hanks, we appreciate you uh, writing into our show today. And uh, this is a question we have quite often. Uh, how much should you have to retire comfortably? And I'm not so certain that 15 to 20 times is appropriate to say for everybody. It depends on things like, well, will you have a pension? That should be the first question we, we, we address. Where is the source of income coming from in retirement? If it's coming from guaranteed sources like a pension, and then we know we have Social Security, then maybe you don't have a need for a larger bucket of money. So it all goes in one bucket and you got to spit it out and say, this is my income. The income has to meet your needs, what your must-haves are and your want-to-haves. So it varies from from person to person. That's why we believe in doing individual retirement plans that are based on the income needs of that individual and his spouse and his household. And we call that process the lifetime income blueprint. So uh, if you uh, have a need to talk further, give us a call and we'll help you sit down and understand where you are now, um, where your income sources are going to be in retirement, and how much money you'll have to need uh, over there in that bucket to, to generate that income. Yeah, and when you're going to retire is a big part of that, too. Uh, are you wanting to retire in your 50s or 60s, 70s? You know, A lot of that depends on how much you need to have saved in, in your asset pool as well. So if we decide to retire at 75, we need less, not more? Well, unless you just want to be real extravagant the last few Well, uh, you might want to. If you're 75, you want to go out and really spend it, huh? Yeah, you know. You, you may need more. Nothing wrong with that. Just plan yeah. ahead. That's me. That's what I want to do. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Retirement Income Solutions. Marie writes into us from Warner Robins. And Marie says, I wasn't planning to move, but my dream home just came on the market. My current home is paid off, but I'd have to take out a mortgage if I bought this one. I'm retiring in five years, so is it a bad idea for me to have a mortgage? Maria, thanks for the question. You know, this is something that comes up sometimes. You know, when people are getting into retirement, uh, sometimes they want to change homes. Sometimes that doesn't always mean the homes cost less than the one they're in. So if you just paid off your old home and you don't have a mortgage on it, naturally it would make sense to me to take that equity and to put as much of it as you can towards the new home and if you still have to have a mortgage most people in retirement feel better about retiring without a mortgage on a clean slate but if you have if you're going to have great income streams pensions social security and have plenty of assets you may feel comfortable with a small mortgage it really just depends on where you're at with uh, your thoughts on that. I, I think it, for most people it would be best to pay it off before you retire just for the sake of having 
Yeah, peace of mind when you get into retirement without having to have that debt. Yeah, most of the time, we find that most folks would like not to have a mortgage in retirement. But again, like Daniel said, if you've got a good pension source of income coming in and and that along with Social Security, if you qualify for it, if that meets your needs and you can afford to service the debt and, and not uh, reduce your lifestyle, then we certainly think that might not be a bad idea for you, Marie. So let's uh, just think through it. And uh, if you want to come down and have a chat with us, we'll help you understand how it works. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you. When you come in, we'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, and how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. We'll make it all easy to understand. Take the first step right now because for almost everybody, that's the hardest part. If you're ready to get your financial plan in place, give us a call right now. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Now back to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, the team at Security First Asset Management. We're taking your listener questions. Greg writes in from Forsyth, and Greg says, I'm being offered an early retirement package from my company that includes a severance package and a pension buyout. Is it wise to consider this? Greg, thanks for the question. That's a tough one. Taking a pension buyout, meaning if they are offering you a lump sum amount of money instead of a lifetime income stream, is a difficult decision to make. In general, If they're offering you that, it may be they think that they can get away with paying you less over your lifetime by giving you the lump sum buyout instead of the income stream. They probably see they have less liability doing that. That may be why they're offering it. So understanding how difficult it would be for you to generate the needed lifetime income is an important part of this. Now, if you for example, have saved enough assets to not need a pension, then maybe that's something you would consider, especially if you're trying to leave a legacy for your family. Maybe that's part of your overall plan is trying to leave a legacy. I don't know your situation, but if that were, that could be a situation where you would take the lump sum pension buyout instead of turning that down and taking the pension. Sometimes, in fact, I have clients that have preferred to take the pension buyout because they didn't need the income from it or didn't need all of it, and they were able to create a plan to leave more assets to their family instead of having it tied up in income streams. But it'd be really important, and it's a super hard decision to make. Giving up a pension is a real tough decision and something that you should not take lightly. 
Yeah, as a matter of fact, you need to look at it this way. They're, they're going to either offer you a lump sum that you have to invest and create income for yourself, or the guaranteed income stream that comes from a pension. So as Daniel said, it's a tough decision. It's something you shouldn't take very lightly. It needs to be a part of an overall plan so you see how it fits in. Stephen writes into us now. Stephen is in Macon, and Stephen says, I'll try to keep the details brief. Warning, guys, it's actually quite a long question. He says, I'll try to keep the details brief. Long story short, I'm the executor of my deceased mother's will, and my sister is currently living in mom's house. I don't want to kick her out, but I'm afraid that I'm going to need the money from the sale of the house to fund my retirement, which starts in three months. I have about $600,000 saved. But the house would bring another 200000 which would make a huge difference. How do I figure out if I'm okay with what I have or if it's worth kicking my sister out? Oh, what a tough question. Family Steve. dynamics, too, there. Yeah, Stephen, uh, you know, I'm in the same boat, buddy. My mother passed away, uh, left a home there for nine children to split, and, uh, and we have a sister living there right now that, you know, obviously she can't afford to be somewhere else, and so she's uh, she's living in the home, and uh, I'm not banking on, on that money myself, but I understand your question. Uh, that's a toughie. You, you, you really don't know... Uh, exactly how to, to approach that i'm sure that's probably the reason when you wrote into us but uh i think the first step would be for Stephen for you to kind of sit down and, and figure out exactly where you need the income to come from in retirement if you're planning on retiring as you said and you have six hundred thousand dollars already sold you don't necessarily say excuse me you don't necessarily have to have six hundred thousand dollars the first year you retire so maybe you can work out a plan that on your income flow that uh, will help you meet your needs now and uh, down the road you know you'll have the other money from the sale of the home when your sister's been able to put things together so that she too is comfortable so maybe working a, an income plan now based off the assets you have showing that income from that sale of that home coming in in the future will help put together a plan for you so you can see things not only as they are now but how they will be once you have the other assets but depending on what your income needs are now, uh, how many years you'll need to fund it. The 600000 could fund for, for quite a number of years. So it's part of the puzzle. Uh, it'd be like uh, if you didn't have that home there and you were expecting a, a sale of another asset sometime down the road to be part of the liquidity you need to create income. I think what would be in your best interest is to kind of see how it looks like overall so you can see how uh, what the needs are in the immediate future and plan for your income needs for the rest of your life prior to your retirement. Well, as always, we've really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have questions about retirement, we're happy to answer them, and we're standing by after the show throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And we're always online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Well, thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.